Pinch punch. First of the month. Hello, March. Let's march on with the block. It's the first of March, in case you hadn't noticed. And as is common for me to ask, how did that happen? Where does the time go? But I shall not ruminate on this, as the time passing quickly means we are closer to normality. Last week, the schedule of lockdown lifting was released, subject, of course, to the criteria met, but now there is light at the end of the tunnel. Perhaps if I have memories to create and hook onto, my sense of time will slow right down. I will be able, on the 21st of June, to go out nightclubbing. Yay! I'm not a fan of nightclubs, really, but the process of lockdown and then lift, eating out to help out lockdown, hope and then hope dash for Christmas and a further lockdown has meant I am even looking forward to letting my hair down here. Talking about hair, I do need a haircut. I really cannot wait for lockdown to end. I know everyone says it, but oh, it'll be great. I usually travel about meeting new people and having fantastic experiences and just doing things. I think I have adapted generally quickly to lockdown life, but even so, strange happenings and unusual responses are occurring. Just last week, a friend who I've been in regular type contact with over the last few months, suddenly, essentially, I think, called for an end to the friendship as it stands. I was so baffled by this, and I do hope that he's okay and reaches out soon. My February generally was great. It was busy. But it's a month where I haven't really got much photographic evidence of it. Lots of Zoom meetings, emails and the like did happen. I've been out and about on my daily exercise and have taken photos, but they're mainly of what I call my civil duties. That I have then gone on to report, such as potholes and broken glass, etc. Although strangely riveting to me to see these things fixed and sorted, I shall not include them here. Although there is a link if you'd like to see them. In other news, I took a selfie and I quite liked it. Moody vibe with a nice bit of background blur. Here it is. I fathered a new spider plant on the 5th of February. Well, I nurtured the original spider plant from getting it all the way back in the early 2000s. I cut off an offshoot of it back on the 23rd of June 2011 and then cut another offshoot to plant this one and now its roots are anchoring in. I've decided this year shall be my reading year. I've said this for many years and failed. Failure is such a negative word. I have actually read a lot, but works of non-fiction, and I've wanted to read proper books, books of fiction. Following a relatively successful 2020, I started to read Wuthering Heights in January, but as soon as my new book arrived, The Miracle Peel by Peter Walker, I left Kathy in company on my bedside table. It is quite heavy reading. I will pick it up again soon. Just today, I finished The Miracle Peel, and I do strongly recommend reading it. It gives a fascinating, well-referenced account as to why active travel is so very important. I've known about this for ages and I am an active guy who cycles and walks a lot as a result. 
Reading this though made me question that actually I do spend hours and hours where I am completely sedentary. Tying nicely into this book on movement is my own attitude towards fitness. I've decided to lose fat and gain some muscle. Before even receiving this book, I opted to become fitter and I am already seeing the results. I've slightly altered my diet, reduced my calorie intake and made larger changes to my exercise routines. I started to go out jogging. By no means am I any good at it and I often wonder if to someone else it looks like I'm running off-centre. This is a result of a right-sided issue and here's the link to the previous blog post about that. I have been going out jogging with no mobile phone on me. This meant I couldn't listen to any music, so I bought a new pair of headphones that had a little SD microsoft built in. Listening to something other than the rev of car engines makes it so much nicer. I wondered how long each jog takes, what my pace was like, and how my heart was beating. I decided to order another, more expensive smartwatch. I had one a couple of years ago, but eventually part of it snapped off, and I ended going back to my conventional watch. I now bought a Hawaii, that's not how you pronounce it, Hawaii. Nope, I'm not going to try that one. I eventually brought a watch fit, and I love it. It is making me even more active with the occasional vibrations to remind me to get up and move. Plus, it has a step counter, heart rate monitor, built-in GPS, and a wonderful battery life. As you can see from the photo below, it was a desk day, and a long, fast walk soon took place. The 15th of February was decimalization day. It was 50 years ago since the changeover from when one pound used to equal 20 shillings, which was each made up of 12 pence in each shilling, to a new system where there were 100 pennies in the pound. I remember mum explaining this to me and I was baffled. She gave me her decimal day pack. On Shrove Tuesday, I made myself some pancakes. Look at all that filling. It was calorific. In order to combat this, I cycled most of it off. Talking about cycling. As with January, I tried to cycle every single day. I succeeded again. This month, I didn't aim to hit a target. And in fact, didn't even look at the total amount until just yesterday. I didn't even use my road bike once this month, but I only used my yellow Ofo instead. I just wanted to get a few miles here and there in. In total, I cycled 150.64 miles. Later in the month, I received a lateral flow kit. I work for the NHS Community Nurses down at Icebrook Hospital. I help coordinate the responses for patients. We were recommended to do lateral flow tests. As with any testing, it is better to know your status. I decided to organise a phone banking session. I am the secretary of my local Labour branch and I wanted to get the ball rolling. This has now happened for a couple of weeks. These are being run all over the county, but I thought it was nice to do a hyper-local one. 
I know I said I would not include a photo of the built environment as in my civil duties, but I lied. Here are two. The first one made me laugh. Only in Wellingborough would you get a diverted traffic sign in the road itself. Not because they wanted the paths to be free for pedestrians, but because they couldn't fit them on the path because of parked cars there. <sighs> and the second one is of a stretch of road. I have reported at least six times since 2016, and I have emailed about it too. I've been on and on the council asking for a complete resurfacing. Eventually they did come out here and there over the years to patch little bits, but before long these patches would crumble. Finally, this month, it was relayed. So smooth. The cycle markings at the mouth of the junction should be wider, follow the curvature of the road and ideally be in coloured tarmac, however. Ah! So it's now March, it's going to get even busier, I shall speak to you soon, Samuel.